listening to Faith and Family. I'm Sarah Golseth. Many churches and organizations are gearing up or are in the midst of celebrations for the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. And today we get to hear about a choir tour celebrating that very thing. Joining me by phone today is the Reverend Jonathan Meyer, who is pastor of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, and a member of the Reformation 500 Choir. Welcome, Pastor Meyer. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Of course. Pleasure. Um, So full disclosure to our listeners, uh, you and I actually... Uh, we're at Concordia University Chicago together. That's uh, right, yeah. About uh, the same time, yeah. It was a, a while ago. I was just realizing the other day, 10 years ago. Yeah. Yikes. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Flew by. The time is definitely flying by, yeah. Yeah. So I, I uh, really enjoyed uh, watching some of the videos and, and looking at um, the pictures from from your choir tour. So I'm, I'm very excited to to talk with you a little bit about it. And uh, for our listeners, if you'd like to see those things on Facebook, you can go to facebook.com slash Reformation 500 Choir. So uh, how did you uh, become interested or, or hear about this tour? Well, it happened, let's see, sometime in the end of 2015 or so, last few months, I got something in the mail. It was just uh, a letter and a little bit of information, and it was about this Reformation 500 choir, an idea that uh, Pastor John Feeney in Zionsville, Indiana, he had an idea, and he passed this idea on to a few people, and uh, basically it was, uh, the thought was to get a bunch of pastors together, uh, alumni from both seminaries from Fort Wayne and St. Louis, and uh, anyone who had been in those seminaries' choirs, the men's choruses, were eligible to audition for this choir. And so I, I got that, and I thought, well, I'll audition for it. I, I enjoyed my time making music. I always love uh, being in men's choirs. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then just making music in general, just, you know, I, I've been able to go all over the place doing music, and so I thought this was a great opportunity. So uh, I sent in my audition. I was a little under the weather at the time, so I thought, <laughs> oh, man, it may, not, it may not happen. But then I received word a month later or so that, um, that I, was, I was in. So it was, it was very exciting. So it was pretty much it was open to alumni of both choruses and uh, alumni of both seminaries who had been in uh, either – of their courses. So it was, it was an honor to be, to be selected. Sure. So this was something that wasn't just, uh, just one of those, Hey, if you want to come, come tour in Europe with us and sing some music, you can come. This was an actual, um, like you have to be good enough to go. Yeah. Yeah. You had to, yeah. You had to be able to make the cut. Um, wow. so there were 24 originally. Um, uh, but there was one individual who was unable to to make it. I believe it was a matter of, uh, I think he had taken a call elsewhere Mm -hmm. and it just didn't work out, um, unfortunately. But so we ended up traveling with 23 of us. Um, and there were, so I I say it was a choir of pastors. It was 22 (laughs) pastors and one vicar, uh, because John Feeney's vicar, uh, was in the choir at the time. And he said, well, might as well just 
uh, come along with us. So we had a vicar <laughs> along with us, and, and he did great. Sure. Yeah. What was it like being in a, in a choir of, of all pastors and a vicar? I feel, that, that's not yeah. something that, that <laughs> is... A vicar, yeah. kind of, right. That's not something that, that, that happens very much, I would think. No, yeah. It, it, was, it was a lot of fun because uh, talking with... So I was in the bass section, mm-hmm. and uh, talking with some of my my bass mates um, uh, about some of the lyrics, you know, being able to look in depth. It was more than just singing in a choir. It was looking at, oh, man, just the, the way that you're, I guess, to use a, a Dr. Fisher quote, you know, text painting, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the way that the music really grabbed the lyrics and painted this beautiful picture for us. It was, it was just wonderful. So to be able to, uh, to unpack it, with these fellow pastors, uh, beyond just uh, you know a surface level, but to to go deeper with it, it was yeah, yeah, refreshing. I can I can only imagine. Now, did that that spill over into um, any any devotions, or I know pre concert kind of talks are are pretty common. Did were those a little bit more in depth as well? Then, you know, we um, each morning we would have uh, matins or some sort of morning devotion or prayer on the bus. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes those were led by, um, we, we had a, a pastor from, from Germany, from mm. the Selk uh, Church, uh, the, the church body that we're in fellowship with. Mm-hmm. Um, he was with us, Pastor uh, Daniel Schmidt, and he was, he was a wonderful man to, to go along with. Mm-hmm. But he would lead us in a devotional thought each day, and, and he did a good job of sort of tying in some of those themes, either from what we were experiencing, places we were going, uh, words of Martin Luther. Um, yeah, and it was, it was very good to have him. He was very thoughtful. And I think he wanted to sort of give us a bit of a break, you know, because uh, he understands the life of a pastor. Mm-hmm. So he was, I think, giving us a, a bit of a break. Let him do the thinking uh, and creating these devotions for us. Um, but along with that, I have to say, pretty much... Every day, it was like a, a new sermon was being written in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, all these experiences and being able to apply it and just think, yep, that'll preach. Uh, <laughs> I'll be able to take that with me and, uh, and take that to the pulpit. So, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And these, I'm, I'm assuming these were pastors from, from all over the, the country. Was it just from the United oh, yeah. States? Yeah, it was uh, from all over the country. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've got... Sorry, I'm, let me pull up my list mm-hmm. here. Well, sure. A lot of guys from Indiana, though, but um, from down in Texas up to uh, South Dakota, I think, mm-hmm. um, uh, Minnesota. Of course, I'm here in uh, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. uh, Virginia, California. So we we went from you know north and south, east and west. It was from all over the the country. It was just a a neat thing to be able to gather, uh, you know, united. Mm-hmm. Um, though we're we're scattered across this country, uh, we're united in faith and united in voice mm-hmm. and and in message. So yeah, what is it like to be able to? Does it that gives you a a bigger a bigger picture to realize that that not only you're you have this choir of a bunch of of pastors from around the U.S., but then you go overseas mm-hmm. and you're you're experiencing uh, the that camaraderie with, with people of your faith in, a, yeah. in, in, another, in another country. Yeah, yeah, and that was, that was fantastic. We, yeah, we did have the opportunity to worship uh, a couple times with people uh, from these 
Selk congregations that we were at. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just a beautiful thing that, yeah, we might be uh, across, across the Atlantic, and yet we are joined, uh, we are united in Christ alone. Mm-hmm. And uh, this beautiful heritage that we have as Lutherans and this faith that we share in uh, mm-hmm. as Christians um, so it was, it, yeah, the, the whole thing just blew me away. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, one of my favorite moments, uh, we, first off, we, we did a concert in Wittenberg um, at the, the Schlosskirche, the, the church where Luther nailed his 95 theses. And uh, the, the concert was, seriously, we stood maybe 20, 30 feet where Martin Luther is buried mm. beneath the pulpit there. And that was, that was a neat experience in and of itself, just thinking of where we were and this concert, the, these words that we were singing. Um, that was powerful enough. But then the next day, we traveled to some, um, you know, we, we've been singing in these big cathedrals and just such powerful sounds resonating in these, in these towns or in, in these cathedrals. And then... We go to this uh, place called Gruna Laubig. Um, never heard of it. It was this small little town, and we were told we're going to do um, morning prayer or, or matins there, and uh, we were going to invite guests from the town, and we, we knew that it was going to be no organ. That was what was listed on our, on our itinerary. And that it was mostly a, a private, um, a private thing. But then um, we get there, and it was this old church that the pews were worse for wear. We went up to the balcony; the choir did, and we saw the organ, or what was an organ. It was all rotted wood. It had been gutted out. The pulpit uh, that was there, you know, it was uh, one of those that was suspended, mm. uh, you know, kind of on the wall mm-hmm. that you would normally climb up the stairs to preach from. There were no stairs there. I don't know how you would get there, but I don't even know if it could hold a human being to preach the word up there. Mm-hmm. The, the place was rarely used, and yet it seemed like the whole town showed up for this event <laughs> because this group of pastors came, and we had our, our service of, of matins. And there was a brief devotional read by Pastor Feeney, and uh, the the congregation they had a little brass um, choir, three three or four instruments that played, and and made music for us, welcoming us. And then in the end, they sang, um, "Now thank we all our God," and and some of us joined in singing along with them. They singing in German, we singing in uh, English, mm-hmm. and. That was a, the most powerful moment to me because, uh, for me, that was why we do this. That's mm-hmm. why we become pastors, to, uh, to worship with the people of God, to bring Christ to the nations, right? Mm-hmm. To uh, bring him even to these people who I don't think they have a pastor there. I don't think they have someone that regularly is there bringing them the gifts of God, bringing them the Word of God, but to be there in that moment and to, to join with them uh, with heart and voice, it was a, the most beautiful moment 
uh, of the whole tour for me. So you're you're right on, Sarah, and and talking about how we are being able to be united in worship with people, even of different languages, on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have have you have you had that experience before? Were, were you able to go on any international tours before with a choir? Um, yes. So I was able to um, travel uh, with. Uh, let's see, at the end of my senior year, I traveled with Capella from Concordia University, Chicago, um, to South America, mm-hmm. and um, being able to sing um, there. We, we sang with a, a couple of congregations, um, and that was, that was pretty impactful. Um, and then after college, a uh, couple, couple years after college, 2009, um, I was working with uh, an organization called um, Youth Encounter, um, doing music and youth ministry. And my team was sent to Southeast Asia mm. for four months. And uh, so being able to worship with uh, people in that uh, part of the world as well. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Spanish, when we were in South America, I could kind of get by with that. <laughs> uh, I, I had a little bit of Spanish, but to being able to speak either Mandarin or um, Cantonese or Tamil even, mm-hmm. it was that was a completely different experience, but still uh, that idea that we were worshiping the same triune God and making the same uh, confession of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Powerful. Sure. Yeah. Uh, was, was this experience in Germany uh, different from those because, because of, of your vocation now as a pastor? I think so. I think so. Things, um, you know, I definitely had a lot more experiences since then and then a lot more learning and education. Mm-hmm. Um, I had not been to the seminary yet when uh, during those times. Mm-hmm. So first off, just having um, the knowledge, um, and then also just the the importance and the, the uniqueness of this year. You know, the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. It was everything was meaningful and and impactful, um, and it, so it it did mean more. I I think in in Germany, or at least it was. It meant something else. It was different. It was it was its own thing. Being able to worship with these people, especially knowing you know, that's where my family um, came from is uh, mm-hmm. Germany. Sure. Um, and and so you know Meyer, of course. Um, <laughs> so being able to to worship in this place and thinking like my my ancestors would have sang these same hymns mm-hmm. uh, in this language that these people are are speaking and. It really gave you pause to to reflect and and to think about things. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always a, a, a very enlightening experience to to just have have the opportunity to actually make those connections because that's not something when we're when we're so uh, in, involved in our day to day work we don't really have a oh, chance yeah. to to really think about those things. But this yeah. really gives you a chance to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I. <laughs> uh, I brought my laptop with me thinking like, okay, I'll, I'll get some things done on the bus or at <laughs> night. And that did not happen. And I think, I think that was a good thing. It was uh-huh. good to be able to take a little bit of a Sabbath break mm-hmm. and to not worry about these things and to just be there and experience uh, the things that uh, we were able to experience and to, to see what God was doing on this side of the earth. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What were you um, most looking forward to before you went over over to Germany? Oh goodness. Um, <laughs> what was I most looking forward to? Um, you know, 
um, I, I love traveling in general, just um, experiencing new cultures. So there was, there was that aspect, of course. But definitely getting to see Wittenberg. And I have to say, I didn't feel like we had enough time <laughs> in Wittenberg. And, in fact, after the choir tour was ended, my family came and, and joined me. Um, and so we went back to Wittenberg. And I still didn't feel like I had <laughs> enough time in Wittenberg. So, mm-hmm. um, so being able to be in, in Witten, Wittenberg in this place where Luther did uh, the bulk of his ministry uh, throughout his life, preaching over 2,000 times um, in the church there, and, and just uh, being able to see that. Um, I was also eager to see, uh, I guess, knowing that you know, the, the situation is dire as far as Christianity goes in Germany, in Europe in general, really. Uh, but mm-hmm. knowing that there, were, uh, there are so few Christians um, in, in Germany, I was excited to be part of this year's events, mm-hmm. you know, of the 500th anniversary, because uh, Germany is going all out this year, and mm-hmm. they are, they're promoting the 500th anniversary of the Reformation, but of course they're not promoting it from a religious aspect, and, and they're not celebrating Luther because he opened the, uh, everyone's eyes to the gospel. They're celebrating Martin Luther and the Reformation because of the, the social aspect and what Luther did you know, for the German language mm-hmm. in many ways through, through the Bible. Mm-hmm. But my hope was that through the series of events that people are going to see in these exhibits and these museums, that perhaps the Spirit would be at work through these means, mm-hmm. because we know the Spirit works through the Word of God. And so my, my hope and my prayer the whole time was that the, the Spirit would be at work through these, these means, that these unsuspecting German uh, visitors to these museums and to our concerts would be open to the Word of God and that the Spirit would work in and through them mm-hmm. um, to, to point them to Christ crucified. Sure. What um, was it? So. What was it like um, viewing all of these things that are that are from a secular standpoint um, with with a Lutheran worldview? Was that was that a little bit strange? Um, it was a little bit strange, but I mean, you just understand that. Well, this is this is the way of the world. I mean, mm-hmm. this is um, to be expected. I mean, Jesus was kind of pointing to these things mm-hmm. uh, toward the end of his life, talking to his disciples in the upper room, you know, he was pretty much pointing to the fact that the, the world's going to turn against you. Um, but nevertheless, Christ is Lord of the church. And so, you know, where it is sad at sometimes, um, we know that, you know, the game's not over. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still plenty more ministry to do. Um, and so uh, as sad as it was sometimes to realize that people are just bypassing all of this and not thinking of it in what we would think is the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing that, well, the Spirit can and still does work through these things. And so, um, so I, I don't know, I didn't lose hope over it all. Um, but it, it was still just powerful mm-hmm. to see some of these, these things and, sure. um, and to <laughs> climb up Wartburg, <laughs> um, you know, that it's it's a long climb up there. So if, if uh-huh. anyone anyone listening is planning on traveling and, and visiting Wartburg, where Luther was, uh, as 
Knight George, <laughs> be ready for a, a long climb up a up a steep hill. Um, it was yeah, but to, to be able to go up there and, and to see this place where to know that Martin Luther was in this place mm-hmm. and this is where he translated the the Bible. You know, just I mean, you just it's hard to even come up with words to think of. Like, wow, this is where he was. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. What what oh. were some of the other places that that you were able to visit? Well, uh, let's see. We started out in um, Frankfurt and uh, sort of, which is near, um, or we went to Oberussel from Frankfurt. Uh, and Oberussel is the the where the seminary of the the Selk Church is. And mm-hmm. so we were able to see the seminary and see where um, some of uh, the pastors there are, are being trained, and um, we went to, uh, oh, one of my favorite places, mm-hmm. Einbeck. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Einbeck was uh, exciting because of, well, first off, it's just this quaint little town, maybe 30,000 people or so live there, and all of the the houses and all of the buildings are generally, or in the, in the central downtown area are all very old you know they of this old style Mm -hmm. and even after world war ii a lot of the cities that we would go to even after world war ii when they were going to rebuild uh some of the the damaged buildings they were rebuilding them in this old uh style Mm -hmm. and so it almost made you feel especially in einbeck it all made you feel as if you were going back 500 years but what was also especially uh, exciting about Einbeck is, well, I'm a brewer, I'm a home brewer, <laughs> and so Einbeck has got a really good beer. And in fact, it was uh, basically the beer of the Reformation. Oh, nice. Um, so Einbecker uh, is the name of this beer, and uh, Martin Luther drank it at the uh, Diet of Worms, or the, the during the Diet of Worms, mm-hmm. he drank it during the uh, around the, the time of the Leipzig disputation. Mm-hmm. Uh, he drank it. Let's see, he was given a barrel of it for his wedding. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's a quotation even, and uh, it, it, I believe it was from uh, whenever he was drinking it, the, the evening of the Diet of Worms. He said, the best beer you can find in all the land is Einbecker beer. So <laughs> that's, quite a, that's quite a selling point. So, yeah. As a brewer, that was a big point for me, <laughs> um, to be able to drink the beer that this was Martin Luther's favorite. That's there really cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of a silly thing, of course. Hey. hey. Um, but it was, it was pretty neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Einbeck was a neat town as well. It was another, um, uh, or excuse me, Erfurt, excuse me, what I, what I meant to say. Erfurt was a, a neat town that we went to as well. That was where Martin Luther uh, was... Uh, ordained mm-hmm. where he be where he studied, and he preached there a few times. And um, but it was also just another quaint little town, and we were able to tour that a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean everywhere you go, it was just fantastic. Sure, just awesome, awesome place. Yeah, yeah. Was was there any other um, any other really impactful things that you were able to experience with um, singing uh, these pieces with with a with a choir of pastors in Germany in this in this setting? You know, there were 
um, it was so uh, great to be able to sing in some of these cathedrals mm-hmm. that you would end a piece and you could just hear mm. the notes resonating throughout this this hall mm-hmm. and it was just oh it was it was fantastic one of the pieces that we did was an arrangement of uh well of course a mighty fortress is mm-hmm. our god <laughs> and uh it included uh some of the wives oh. who traveled along with us on the tour and so um this combined um piece along with our our organist we had um dr stephen wenty the mm-hmm. uh, uh organist and, and professor at Concordia University Chicago, mm-hmm. a phenomenal and very humble individual. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but he, he played uh, with us on that piece. And so you've got this fantastic organist. You've got men and women's voices singing this powerful, the, in these beautiful words uh, written by Martin Luther. You know, it was, that was a, a, a highlight of a moment. And we, we got a lot of compliments on that. Um, and it was also good on a, a couple of songs. We sang uh, uh, a Bach piece and um, another piece by a couple of pieces by uh, Hugo Dissler, mm-hmm. and they yeah. were in German. Yeah. And of course, we were all struggling with the German before the tour began. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was happy to hear from some of the the people that I talked to at the concerts afterward. I, I asked them about. How was our German? Could you understand? <laughs> oh, it was it was perfect. It was perfect. And I thought, whew. Oh, that's good. We did it. <laughs> um, so we got a pass on that. So yeah. It was good. That's that's um, wonderful. But yeah, these concerts and and most of them were were very well attended. I mean, in mm-hmm. in Wittenberg, it was almost a standing room only. Had oh. there been any more oh. people that walked in, it probably would have. They probably would have had to stand. Wow. It was uh, so to be able to fill these places. Again, a lot of these churches, these cathedrals, they're not used for worship on Sundays as much as they once were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're, they're not quite as full for those purposes. And in many ways, they're used for concerts. And so, again, even though sometimes they were concerts, sometimes they were a, a Vespers service, um, the fact that we still had people there, and many of them were tourists from uh, the United States, but nevertheless, whether we were singing to Germans or to Americans or anyone else, the Word of God was being proclaimed through music. And mm-hmm. um, so to me, mission accomplished, because who knows what, uh, what God will do through, uh, through His Word. So, Amen to that. Yeah. My guest today, the Reverend Jonathan Meyer, thanks so much for, for taking some time out to, uh, to talk, about, talk about music with me. Absolutely. Thank you for the opportunity. I really enjoyed it. Of course. I'm Sarah Golseth, and you've been listening to Faith and Family on Worldwide KFUO, the messenger of good news. Concordia University, Wisconsin, and Mequon overlooks a half mile of beautiful Lake Michigan shoreline. CUW campus is located 15 miles north of Milwaukee with over 70 undergraduate majors, 28 graduate degree programs, and doctorate programs in pharmacy, physical therapy, occupational therapy, and nursing practice. CUW offers online learning and accelerated learning at one of nine Wisconsin centers and one in St. Louis. Traditional or accelerated education, CUW has the program for you. 
cuw.edu.